Medicare for all. Your bros can suck my balls. Fuck your reply, guys. Please don't fuck your reply, guys. Just listen to Reply Guys. Hello and welcome back to Reply Guys. The leftist comedy podcast for everyone. I am Kate Willett. And I am Mohanad al Sheikhi. And uh, lock him up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it has been a great week for everyone who has a blue wave in Twitter in their Twitter bio and a small Ukraine flag. Yeah. Uh, these people have been waiting for this for so long that I decided to give them at least a day or two not to make fun of them. You know, they've worked seven years for this. Yeah, this is their Super Bowl. Truly. Like I am I am like at a point now where I'm like, if once if Trump goes to prison, let's say, I mean, we'll see. What are they gonna do? What's He's next not for them? To prison. There's no well, of course way. not. Yeah, of course not. I mean, yeah. It's I mean, if he doesn't go to prison, it's good news for them because it gives them something to hold on to and talk about. Yeah, I think that um I don't know, like to me, this seems like it's Kind of like what he wants to happen the whole like martyr spectacle thing um that he just he loves this shit he Obviously. made they made so much money for his campaign out of this because they uh sent a picture of him in court and i think the uh, email subject was like my trial or something and it was about like the witch hunt and you know all of these like uh phrases that he's been using and they managed to you know fund so much money uh so this is an example of um cancel culture in action you know i think what's <laughs> exactly i think what's so funny to me about these like indict uh, indictments which is uh, they're all felonies no misdemeanors and they're like 34 of them which he bled not guilty to all which is crazy i'm like i didn't know that you can charge someone with that many indictments I think that that's pretty common, like that they charge them with like a bunch of things and then maybe one charge sticks. Sticks, yeah. Okay, but what's so, yeah. so funny is that he tried to hide that he paid hush money to two women that he had affairs with. Little did he know back then that he didn't need to do that because his supporters do not give a fuck. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you know, so it's 34 counts of felony charges of falsifying business records, um, all money paid to another resistance hero, Stormy Daniels. I was mm -hmm. just thinking when you were talking about how, like, I could almost see, like, for Trump, this is probably, like, you know, it's not just that he's being, like, persecuted by the libs or cancel culture. Like, this is also an opportunity for him to um make it seem like he's had sex which i really don't think has happened that much you know <laughs> like he's just very uh i think his whole thing is that like he wants people to think that he's this like ladies man casanova or whatever so i bet he's like you know he's like a a pig in a pig trough a pig in shit i don't know what the expression is but yeah i have no yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so but yeah, and I mean, like, it's so funny because they, you know, uh, they've offered him to do this whole thing over Zoom, and he was like, "No, I'm gonna they go to." Offered him to do it over Zoom. I didn't yes. know that. Okay, yeah, so... and he was like, "No, I'm gonna fly from Florida to New York, and you will come to my 
uh, tower and take me from there because he needed the whole spectacle. He needed his supporters to be there and the whole thing, you know? So funny. I wonder how it is going to affect the 2024 election. Like, I feel like it's going to make him way more popular. Oh, it really did. It's 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 also like how the media is covering it, like CNN, um, this, uh, like all of these like lib media and stuff like that. They're like salivating over this. This is so cool for them. Like they get to like they were literally filming his plane go up and down and like them walking out. Oh, and it, like they're like twenty like twenty four hour coverage of just like every Trump movement. So it's great for them. They fucking love it. Yeah. So, okay. So this is from the New York times Um, in the Mm -hmm. coming months, prosecutors and defense lawyers will exchange documents and evidence and file motions under New York law. The district attorney's office must turn over most of its evidence to the defense. The process called discovery within 65 Mm -hmm. days of a defendant's first appearance in court. So, yeah, I mean, this shit, it seems like it could take, a while because they can make a motion to have the case move to another exactly exactly i think that i mean it's pretty obvious what his plan is which is to like win the presidency (laughs) so that he doesn't get in legal trouble for this you know win the presidency and then i guess just probably die in office because he's unhealthy he's 78 years old yeah like at this point like linear time is gonna take care of everything yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I mean, I guess he probably doesn't want to. Like, I can't see him going to jail for any no. of this. It's very Al Capone, you know. Like, it's very like this is obviously not the real reason that they want to charge him and stuff. But uh, you know, it's like I think that he is going to be more motivated to win now, even more so than he was before for just narcissistic reasons. Truly, like I, I. Uh... It's so funny to be like, I'm being charged for a crime. So one way to get out of it is just to become the president of the United States. Like, imagine if you did that with everything. You're like, I, I have a parking ticket. And one way to get out of it is run for president. We'll see. Oh, yeah. my God. Speaking of fucking parking tickets, I've been dealing with this is I, this is related. It's going to be a little a journey. <laughs> Please do tell. to wander yeah. around. I uh, didn't realize that there's a separate easy pass website for every state. Oh God. uh, Yeah. I had some, like I went on tour once and I had these like easy pass fines from North Carolina and Pennsylvania that I didn't pay. And Dude, they try to charge you so much and they sell it to a collection agency. The original toll is like $3. I didn't even know about this because they were sending it to my old address and then I moved. But it's just like, I guess I'm just saying for regular people doing regular shit, like you do something dumb, like don't update your address with the easy pass in every state every single day then you're like you just have to pay all this money and it's super fucked up and you're like trump and then you could literally just be the president and it's like even at my brokest i've probably had more money than that guy in some ways like he went bankrupt and you know like yeah it's just not even (laughs) i think a lot of people are i don't know living out some sort of fantasy with him of this world where there's like just basically no consequences for anything you know 
I know, I know. No, no, you're right. I mean, like, it just, it just, it just seems so unfair. Like how, like the things that regular people have to go through and like manage and all of that. And then these guys literally just, they are always in the, uh, fuck around stage, never the find out stage. Yeah. They're always fucking around, never finding out. Yeah. And I would love that. I would oh, love that too. sometime. Yeah. I'm, I am so tired of being so little in the fuck around stage and mostly in the find out stage. I know. I, it's, I'm, it's... Sometimes I'm finding out stuff that I didn't even fuck around with, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't know I was fucking around with the East <laughs> of North Carolina. I had no idea. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. You just find out and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really stupid and fucked up. I mean, like, obviously, you know, I just feel like it's really obvious he's not going to go to prison or anything like that. I can't see a world where that he actually does time for this. But mm-hmm. I will say, and I don't want anyone to think that I'm like a Republican or screwing or something, but it, I do think that there is some legitimate piece of, there is a, a grain of legitimacy to why his yeah. supporters are, are mad about this. Whereas like, you yeah. know, George W. Bush did like, Iraq and he's yeah. not being punished for that at all. Of you know? course, and like yeah. there's certainly worse crimes that the presidents of the United States have committed, you know, that have resulted in the death of hundreds of thousands of people. Oh yeah. And this guy like didn't disclose some porn star shit. So I, I see how people do think that it is politically motivated. It, it is, you know, but it doesn't mean that it's not fun to see him uh, go to no, absolutely. or think about I, it. Uh, fuck, I saw one of those guys, not Ben Shapiro, the other guy who's also like a right wing podcaster, Charlie Matt Kirk. Walsh? Oh, okay. Yeah. There's so yeah. many of them now. Oh yeah. And they all sound the same, but uh on his podcast he was like you know what if you want to indict donald trump guess what we're gonna go and indict uh bill clinton and it's like okay oh my god so remember when he brought bill clinton's accuser to the debate oh yeah that was like that was sickening. Like, I just, I mean, Bill Clinton is scum. They're both scum. Exactly. So sickening. Exactly. But it's so funny to me, like, how, it's so funny to me how sometimes the right wing people do not know what the left or Democrats actually care about. They're like, yeah, who gives a fuck about Bill Clinton? Also, or they, or, or, or when they're like, you know what, if you want to cancel this guy, we'll, uh, we'll come after Bill Maher or whatever. I'm just like, yeah. So, yeah, well, that'd be pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go go ahead and do it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, I know it is funny how they thought that we all liked Bill Clinton or something like that. Or, you know, it also just is funny too that, you know, they're always like, you know, oh, you know, these communists or whatever, and they're talking about like Joe Biden and stuff. And I'm oh, like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know who actually believes that. I mean, the reason that I could see Biden still potentially pulling this off, even though he has like, you know, he's he's also old and pretty ineffective and has ultimately not been, you know, a very good president, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, I do think that these people, these like conservative type of people, a lot of them Mm-hmm. secretly know in their heart that joe biden is not in fact a communist and it's not like they yeah. won't, it's not like they won't they wouldn't probably proactively go and vote for joe biden but they might 
stay home. Like, I, I just can't yeah. tell to what degree Trump has this, like, passionate base anymore. I think it's definitely some people, but even the people that I know, like, my family that voted for him, mm-hmm. they're, like, sick of it. They're just like, this guy's Yeah, yeah. Plus, now it's not just Trump, you know, because there's DeSantis now. So I feel like even, like, the vote is going to be split between the both. I definitely think that Trump will win over DeSantis. Like, DeSantis... Yeah. He's kind of boring, and I think that people definitely vote for Trump for the entertainment value more than anything else. Absolutely. But the way I imagine it is like, you know, because the percentage was not big between Biden and Trump back in 2020. Yeah. But I feel like if some of those votes, like if, if it's still the same, and then some of those votes go to DeSantis, Trump even has like a lesser chance. Yeah. While, while kind of like uh, Biden is like the only Democrat who would be running. So like, yeah, the votes are going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, well, the primary, the Republican primary will be what, in February? Yeah. So it's less than a year away. It's It like, just feels like we've been in right elections up. since 2016. We have not stopped since. Yeah, 2015. I was just thinking about it, like, you know, my life, what the kinds of shit that I thought about, you know, and back in like 2014 when Obama was president. I mean, like this is me being a dumb, privileged white woman, but I was just out there like I was thinking about shit like uh, man spreading, you know, I was. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there was a micro <laughs> at the show. Um, and it just feels like it's been so long since uh, I got to be that dumb. And it was really nice. I, you know, it was ignorant. Yeah. It was really fun. <laughs> I mean, I see people like that still. And I'm like, you know what? Even though I do not respect you, you feel, you seem so happy. I don't think I can do it again. Like, yeah. I don't think I can get, I don't think I can get super invested in national politics again. And that's not to say that I plan yeah. on like tuning out or anything like that. But I think I'll yeah. probably still continue my trajectory of trying to mostly care about local issues that I can do something about. To be fair, though, again, like, I mean, we I know we talked about this before, but it seems like local stuff are way more important, to be honest. And like, there's at least something you feel like something tangible is happening exactly. versus national. It just literally feels like nothing ever changes. It, and it doesn't. I mean, you know, I'm not one of those like uh, people that, you know, thinks that there's uh, no difference. You know, the, the Republican Party uh, is yeah. evil and they're really terrible. But, you know, a lot of the most evil things of the Trump administration, you know, the kind of low-key uh not even low-key but just i mean like the the covid denialism in, in practice yeah. is really the same um you know they're like talking about bringing back family separation um mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. mean like the police have like more funding now than ever and you know it's like biden is a he's a pretty right-wing guy he's just not in this big spectacle um way which i yeah. do think has value in, in a certain sense like it's yeah. you know it's good that the president uh is not going on tv uh, just saying you know that yeah there's no there's no clown element to it yeah i didn't really get why people like trump i'll tell you the day that i understood why people liked him mm-hmm. i fucking hate michael bloomberg hate him yeah like, he's such a jerk just such a horrible man yeah and, when Trump targeted his comedic ire at someone that I hated, 
I have to admit, I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> you like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is what it's like for these people all the time. It's yeah, exactly. Having somebody, you know, a troll, you know, and exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same way people love shitty comedians. You know, they're just like, yeah, he's funny and he just makes fun of everyone and does not give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I do. You, if you had to guess, do you think that Trump is going to win again? Will he be the next president? I don't think he will. I feel like there's. I honestly like in 2016, I really thought he was going to win, and he did. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Like I really believed that he was going to win because no one was taking him seriously. Now it just feels like you said it's not because Biden is doing a good job. I literally just think a lot of his base, who's not like actively online yeah as has is just bored now they're just like ah, i don't want to do this anymore it's just like it's i feel like it's the thing with trump is like something happens every day so you have to be alert at all times and i feel like even like there's this fatigue of just like being on at all points yeah and yeah. i feel like that's what his supporting him requires i definitely wish that they would let someone else run for the democratic nomination like I think, you know, even like someone like J.B. Pritzker or even like someone really slimy like Gavin Newsom. I just think somebody who doesn't like someone who doesn't uh, I'm trying to think of a non-ableist way to say have dementia. Someone who doesn't have dementia. <laughs> but well, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm canceling myself. But I mean, Biden is he's really out to lunch sometimes, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But also like, that, yeah, like like if they decide that they he's not gonna run in with someone else, I just hope it's not fucking like Pete or something. Pete or Kamala, yeah, those seem like they oh, would be the most likely choice. Kamala would be so a fucking. Awful. If Kamala runs, I'm gonna say like pre Trump is gonna win. Oh, absolutely. There's Big no time. way. Yeah, there's no way. Like Kamala Harris could not win against Joe Biden and a bunch of other people. She was she was fourth in what like, I think even like in her own state. Yeah. So no, she's she's not. Uh, the but only thing Pete, I think, yeah, like okay, the biggest factor, like when historians have analyzed it, the biggest factor mm -hmm. in an incumbent president not being reelected. Do you know what it is? What inflation? Mm. Like that's the stuff that people care about. Yeah, more than anything, it's just like I think that a lot of people are not extremely online in the way that you know, the people of that we course, know are yeah. and stuff. And it's just a sense of like, okay, it doesn't seem like the economy is going very well. Like, no, you know, I mean, I, I bought like, I bought like a pretty, you know, an amount of groceries, like cheap shit, like quesadilla yeah. type hummus, like not, not extravagant stuff yeah. at a regular grocery store. And it was like 150 bucks. And it's like, I know. I, I know. mean, it's just, I don't, I don't keep track of what the price is. I know. Exactly and also, like, ago, but that's really expensive. No, it is. It is. Everything is so fucking expensive. And I mean, like, literally, this is the most I've thought about money uh, since, like, in, in years. And it's also like, you have that. And also, like, just seeing how many people are just talking about, like, losing their jobs and applying for jobs and, like, finding no, nothing. And they're, like, active, like, Literally every person I know was like, yeah, I applied for like 60 jobs and I've heard from one really? and they did not hire me. And I just like, well, I mean, that's not, that's not great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the interest rates are just, you know, it, 
really kind of crushing the average um, person in, in a lot of ways. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Uh, the, the I know we talk about housing a lot on the show, but like one factor that we haven't talked about as much with regard to it is like part of the reason that the rental market is so difficult right now mm-hmm. is because people who would normally be able to buy homes can't, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, there's just, there's just like a lot more people there. I don't want to sound like I am giving credence to this supply shit because ultimately landlords will find ways to keep the prices high, colluding. Yeah, on, of uh, course. Yeah. Software like real page or, or whatever, as, as we see that they're yeah, yeah. already. So, yeah, you know, it's, but at the same time, like, it's not good that like, nobody can buy homes and that all this shit is getting bought up by you know institutional investors and stuff of course yeah Um, yeah no it's fucking insane yeah Yeah. but the interest rates are definitely really crushing people they're crushing the labor market in a lot of ways and you know that's like you know biden isn't like making those decisions directly in any way but I still think that, you know, he is held responsible for it. Like we see like with the SBB, you know, um, mm-hmm. like if they want to do something about, you know, a bank's problems, then they're yeah. really able to do it. And when it comes mm-hmm. to like human beings, regular people that are not a bank, you know, there's, yeah. there's nothing. And in this kind of like the tightness of the labor market, like is very much, it's you know it's not a totally organic phenomenon in any way of course like a lot yeah because yeah. like unions started getting some power and they're sort of being a lot of organizing and like you know mm-hmm. this like tiny little pandemic benefit that people got you know the unemployment and shit i like, know the first time in so long that workers had some power and they were like of we course. can't have it i do think that people are going to blame that on biden to some extent yeah yeah it's it's crazy i just feel like whenever like there's like even like a a little bit progress or something companies just decide like they want to punish everyone for it uh and it's just like yeah like like i mean like yeah like you said like with the unions and stuff and i'm just like now they're i just feel like they make stuff harder now like companies and stuff and, and so they can just blame it on the unions and just be like see this is what you get and i'm just like no you just be you just became more evil this has yeah. nothing to do. But speaking of uh, unions, uh, I've also been uh, following the race in Chicago. Yes, that's that is some good news. That's very yes. exciting. Yeah, yeah, and the guy who won, I uh, is it is it Brandon Johnson? Brandon Johnson, yeah. Let's yes. go, other Brandon. It's so funny, yeah. Because someone, yeah, someone made a joke about like how uh, most uh, like people in the police will just have to remove their "Let's Go Brandon" signs. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny well it's so funny there's everything about this is kind of a delightful story because first of all it's so funny that Lori lightfoot did not even win the primary Hilarious. Like, she didn't even she, di- she didn't even make it into like the election you know <laughs> it's-, it's so funny but at the same time literally if if it's happened to anyone i couldn't imagine it being another person than her yeah she's i mean She's so bad in a funny way. Just epitomizes like just everything that is wrong with the Democratic Party. Like she just loves the police, hates teachers. You know, like just yeah. And this know. guy who won is is the opposite because he he was a teacher and he 
the uh, teachers like union was behind him. Yes. And it's nice to see that teachers has won against the police because the other candidate, the police was behind him, the police union. Yeah. And the, the other guy's name, what was it? Paul Vallis. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he was definitely expected to win. Yes. Um. Yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, it just kind of shows that people are just so over like the whole like tough on crime uh, policies and like rhetoric and this whole shit. Like it doesn't work as a campaign slogan anymore because it's just like everyone, everyone who runs to as a mayor for Chicago or New York, whatever, that's this. It's the same thing over and over. And it's just like, OK, what are you going to do about it? Give the police more money? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see what happens here because, of course. you know, like, I mean, you know, I, th- I think with the, the with the constituency for tough on crime, um, mm-hmm. it's definitely large. Like it is to some degree manufactured by the media. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we look at what happened in San Francisco, you know, like just all of these, you know, right. The booting got elected and all of these right wing, uh, you know, millionaires and billionaires like threw money at the recall mm-hmm. efforts. Yeah. And a lot of that was like a lot of the reason that that even worked is because you see like the Chronicle and just, you know, all these news sources just churning out story after story. Like there was, you know, this was more recent, but there was this article about how like these people moved out of San Francisco because they had a, had a little converter stolen. And it's like really having a car part stolen, like that makes it to the fucking newspaper, you know, like they just really double down. On of course. Story. Yeah. They did the same thing in New York with their Adams, you know, campaign and stuff. And so once Johnson, now that this has happened, like mm-hmm. there will be a lot of uh, manufacturing of fear. Like there'll be a lot of doubling down on it. So oh, TBD, absolutely, TBD, right? You know, absolutely. No, I I, I agree. But we'll see. I mean, it's, it's he's an exciting candidate, and I like. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what he's he's gonna do and if he's gonna like keep his promises and like all of that stuff and. He promised to take some of the police funding and actually give it like to social workers and like more like social like uh, funding and, and all of that stuff. All good stuff, you know. So hopefully he doesn't change his mind and he's like, you know, cops are good. Oh, no, he won't. I mean, yeah, I think that he's not like he's not a defund guy. He's yeah, yeah, not- yeah. But he's also not a give the police more money. Guy. Yeah, I think uh, he used to be a defund guy. But then when he started running, it was like, this is not working because they ruined what defund means. Uh, like the media just made it sound like, you know, uh, taking the money at, uh, from the police just overall. Uh, so, yeah, he just kind of like retract that and was like, OK, you know, I'm not going to like... Uh, take more detectives out and all of that stuff, but we will give more money because there's so much extra money. So it's kind of like, okay, we're just going to like give funding to more other stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Vallis was a big charter school. Out of yeah. Him, right. So, I mean, yeah, that I, guy was a cartoon villain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that to me is like, I feel like, you know, if like one thing that can be, uh, cleans from this is if you're going to make any sort of generalizations about a mandate you know like i think people want to see public schools invested in yeah of course people do not like the hatred of teachers and teachers unions and stuff 
I don't think that that is actually shared by that many people, you know, like no, no. the efforts to privatize and stuff. It's not broadly popular. You know, I think most people still kind of think yeah. teachers are, you know, good, nice people. And there's obviously no, a lot of people like teachers. I really think social media has confused people to what the general public thinks, you know? Yeah. 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 Like they see like something on social media and like people are talking and like everyone hates teachers. And it's like, no, most people who are now on social media, which is most Americans like teachers most of these people are teachers or used to be teachers so yeah. well i mean i think a lot of the reason there was so much anti like there it's really been like doubling down on the anti-teacher rhetoric over the past mm -hmm. couple of years here because you know teachers unions at least to some degree protected their members during the pandemic i mean mm -hmm. Look, a lot of the times there were big battles between union leadership and um, union members, you know, with like, I mean, here in New York, we had someone on, um, Annie Tan, who was like very much, you know, she was a teacher and very much uh, in disagreement with her, uh, the kind of like unions negotiation um, with the, the city of New York to you know, put teachers back in the classroom at a time that um, pre-vaccine when COVID rates were pretty fucking high, you know, mm -hmm. and people just kept getting COVID. But, you know, it's like in a lot of these cities where there were, you know, like school closures, at least for a while, um, yeah. the right wing really used that and like used, you know, the degree <laughs> of parents that were pissed off about that. So like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Against unions in general. Yeah. You know, like, I think that people are kind of broadly, I, I think being pro-union is like, it's, it, most people like unions at this point, like. Oh, know, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. People hate unions until they are in a union and they're like, oh, I see now. Yeah. I mean, and it's also just like, even some kind of right wing people, it's like, you know, a lot of people's families have traditions of like being in unions and yeah of unions now not not a ton but you know yeah a, a good amount but like which is funny speaking about the pandemic and unions is i feel like the the police union is the opposite of the teachers union because they were just like no we're letting our members die big time uh they're not gonna wear masks we're fighting against the mandates and that was the biggest cause to police dying in 2020 is covid so funny i know i'm not supposed to think that's funny but um it is pretty funny to be honest yeah i mean that's what they asked for i'm just like yeah i mean there's a huge difference between a union that really cares about its members and a union they're just like now nah, we're crazy yeah yeah i mean but i think you know like the attacks on teachers and teachers unions are very mm -hmm. much part of a broader political strategy you know, yeah of course of you know anti-union like really anti um i mean if you look at the things that like in this country that are still you know like somewhat mostly mostly free uh public services like schools and libraries and there's just not there's just not that many things that people get for yeah. free anymore you know? absolutely and well which is also crazy. I feel like uh, for like from a parent's perspective, I feel like the pandemic should make you like, should have made them like teachers more because yeah. you can't even handle your own child. And it's just maybe one or two kids and teachers have to deal with tens and hundreds of them. Yeah. Just those annoying little creatures. So I feel like you should respect them more for being able to do that. 
and yeah. be like, no, we'll pay you whatever you want. Just fucking take my kids away. Yes, get them away. With exactly. Those rich, those rich people, though, the kids that they want to get away from, honestly, are pretty annoying. That is true. Yeah, they are. So, they are so. There's I. No the way the way rich kids are annoying truly like cannot be described. I one time, one time, this is like my first time ever getting. I got upgraded to first class on a flight, and I was so excited about it. I was like, "Hell yeah, I'm I'm living the dream!" And I was in my seat, and literally next to me, there was these two kids. Each had their own seat, and they just kept complaining the whole flight. Oh and I was God. just like, "Do you know how much I had to do for this?" I didn't even buy the seat. I got upgraded to it. Yeah, it's so nice. I've been upgraded a couple times in my yeah. life. And it's so fucking nice. It's I know. It's so better. Which is also funny because their mom just kept ordering like a drink after another. And I'm like, I get it. Because these yeah. kids are bad. Yeah. I don't like them. So, okay. Other, one more story that we wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. another good another piece of good news we have to relish it while we can okay. yes so um there is a new liberal majority on the wisconsin supreme court uh a milwaukee judge won um and it gave the state's highest court a liberal majority um that is going to have major potentially major consequences for mm-hmm. gerrymandering battles and also abortion rights um so you know, it, it definitely has been seeming like Wisconsin was just on the path to be like a permanent red state. But yes, here, here you know, we have a, a liberal majority on uh, on the court until at least 2025. The mm-hmm. GOP controlled legislature could potentially impeach her, though. Um, so, you know, um but for now, the court can ensure that abortion remains legal in Wisconsin. That's great. Um, yeah. And uh, justices will potentially, will, actually will have the opportunity to redraw uh, the state's very gerrymandered electoral maps. And, you know, like, that's the thing about, like, what kind of pisses me off when, you mm-hmm. know, you see, like, the liberals online be like, whenever something really bad happens in, you know, Texas, for example, or Florida, they'll be like, yeah, you know, fuck these people. They voted for, you know, these Republicans or whatever, but there's a lot of people in those. I mean, it's just exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking people in those states who do not want to have Republicans in office and they're suffering so much more even than us. Like, you know, they're suffering under these policies. And, you know, so hopefully we'll see. No, absolutely. I fucking hate when people say this shit. I can't remember what it was. Like, maybe I think it, it was in Kentucky or something where there was like a, this huge fucking like hurricane that just like destroyed multiple like yeah and people like on the internet would be like well this is what you voted for i'm like i don't think they voted for wind yeah also most of these people are like good people who are just stuck with this shitty like you know yeah uh, mitch mccall whatever so yeah so insane to me how like people don't understand like some of these people are just like literally being gerrymandered and they can't do anything about it yeah so, and you know, it is it is seeming like some some good stuff. Is, yeah, I agree. It's happening. I don't know. It's all just <laughs> it's all pretty bad. But every once yeah. in a while, it gets really good. It it would be really funny if Trump goes to jail. He could he could conceivably go to prison for up to four years, and that would be fucking hilarious. Which would be awesome. 
That would be so funny, I think. Yeah, like four years in prison instead of the White House. That's honestly very poetic. I mean, especially because he was so big on like Hillary for prison. I throw them all in prison. That would be so funny. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But it's still very funny. Oh my God. You know what other story that I wanted to talk to you about? Yes. Um, This was like from, this was from a minute ago, like mm-hmm. I, last the weekend. But did you see that story of the police in Southern California killing a little girl's goat? Well, they didn't I kill the I saw goat that. Stuff, I but, saw that. Yes. But it was just so fucking evil. So there was a nine-year-old California girl um, who she took care of a goat as part of a like program with the 4-H club. And mm-hmm. she really loved the goat. She mm-hmm. fell in love with the goat as, as her pet. You know, she was like nine years old. And then after a few months, the goat was going to be auctioned off to be killed. And state fair or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the mom like pleaded for the, you know, the goat to be spared and um, worked out an agreement with the person who bought the goat. But then the Shasta County Sheriff's Office got involved and with a search warrant, they drove 500 miles to the property where the goat was been taken, returned him to Shasta County, and then the goat was killed. Um, And it was just, you know, like, I mean, it, it was just like so punitive and horrible yeah um, i'm like what are they doing teaching a nine-year-old a lesson about something yeah but i mean it's just this kind of thing where like i just i mean the <laughs> police are just so fucked up and you know i mean they're just just these things to be like horribly cruel and spiteful yeah um, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, it makes no sense. Story truly. after story like that. Um, but I mean, there's just so many things to look at here. Like the weird. I'm not a vegetarian, but I do think it's fucking weird. Like this fixation with meat and like how meat is American and masculine, and it's like, okay, guys, it's not gonna fucking kill us to yeah. Eat a oh, absolutely. Or to say that animals deserve humane treatment. You know, you got the cops. Um, in this story, uh. <laughs> I mean, it's just everything, everything that's that's wrong. I know, I know. I I truly don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Yeah. I should have just ended us on a high note, but this one. (laughs) It is what it is. I mean, this girl is going to grow up for the rest of her life. Hopefully, you know. Hitting the cops. Yeah. I hope she runs on like whatever. And then her whole thing is uh, defund the police. Yeah. Go the goat girl. Yeah, I am the goat girl. Oh, I, this picture of her and the goat is just so. I know, cute and I know, I know. It's so fucked up. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I really, I, I, I don't understand being cruel to animals. Honestly, no, it's neither. it's so fucking insane to me. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, we'll be back next week uh, with a great guest, and um, we will see you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to Reply, guys. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find us. The show is hosted by Kate Willett and me, Mohanna Delshehi. Our producer is Genevieve Garrity. 
Our theme song is performed by Emily Fremgen and written by Emily with Kate Willett. Our artwork is by Adrian Lobel. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Kate Willett with two L's and two T's, and I am at Mohanad al And Twitter is where you can find our reply guys. They are always with us. Bernie, take us out. walking that ribbon of highway I saw above me that endless skyway I saw below me that golden valley this land was made for you and me this land is your land this land is my land and